don't like Batman. What was the thing? He's if uh, George Zimmerman won the lottery, man. Like he's he's yeah. a fucking asshole. He's yeah. he's a rich dick. Maybe instead of putting a bunch of money into souping up your fetish costume, your leather daddy outfit, and going around beating up poor people and the mentally ill and addicts, like, (laughs) perhaps you should, like, um, I don't know, put all that money into, like, you know, the actual causes of this shit as opposed to the symptoms. That would be a pretty hilarious version of Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Just drawn with him as a rich prick that beats up poor people. (laughs) It's kind of what he is. Meanwhile, deep in the heart of the San Fernando Valley, four comedians gathered in a breakfast nook in a plot to create a podcast. Andy Sell, Becky Kluger, and Shayna Brennan heeded a call to come and defend their love of comic books. My name is David Sharp, and I am the dastardly mastermind behind that call. Actually, that's a little arrogant, isn't it? I am the struggling stand-up comedian behind that call. And I'm also the host of Midnight Breakfast, a podcast where we talk to funny people about the things they love over the warmth of a home-cooked meal. All episodes of Midnight Breakfast are recorded in our breakfast cave here in not-so-bad Van Nuys, and you'll be hearing the occasional clatter of silverware, clink of coffee mugs, or hiss of bacon. We hope that you don't find that room noise too distracting, we just consider that part of the atmosphere here at Midnight Breakfast. Shayna, in addition to contributing her wit and charm to the podcast, is also the superhero behind both the post-production editing and the pre-production of Scrambled Eggs. Our guests are also treated to a delightful dessert provided by our sponsor, Kettle Glazed Donuts in Hollywood, California, and online at kettleglazed.com. Kettle Glazed. Great donuts. Finally, before we get started, as I mentioned, I do comedy live, and this week you have a bunch of great chances to see me do exactly that. Friday, February 26th, I will be doing improv with the Ventura Improv Company in Ventura, California. Saturday, February 27th, I'm hosting another underground comedy night in Carpinteria, California at the Plaza Playhouse Theater. And then on Tuesday, March 1st, I am at Flappers Comedy Club. It's in Burbank, California. Gee, it would be a swell to see you at one of those shows. But for now, it's time to open up some long boxes and take out some old issues on this week's edition of Midnight Breakfast. The Uncanny Comic Books! Volume 1. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go to the midnight breakfast. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go to the midnight breakfast. Eggs and bacon, waffles too. No topic, there is taboo. Coffee's black, the jokes are blue. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really like live act. Like, I'm like Batman, I always loved. But I like the Batman cartoon, and I like a lot of Batman comics. But I don't like live action because as soon as it's a real dude, I'm like, oh, this is fucking silly. I like, and I don't believe in vigilantism. I think the suit. But you love the Punisher. I don't believe in vigilantism. I just like the. <laughs> no, I like of all I don't like vigilantism, but my favorite comic book character <laughs> is the worst vigilante. <laughs> the comic book character whose insignia I have on my cell phone case, <laughs> whose uh, insignia I have on the knife that I got for Christmas. <laughs> You have a hat guy. too, right? You have a Punisher hat. Who was it? 
The mic isn't going to pick you up, okay? So... Uh, she said several. <laughs> <laughs> Batman is almost like state-sponsored vigilanteism. It's different with the Punisher. Nobody likes the Punisher. Do you remember when they made the Punisher black? What? Do you remember the final days? So the 90s were a real dark time for comics. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Because uh, it was the usual 90s thing of like everything has to be extreme. Mostly what DC did with it was just like make everything dark. Just like, reboot all of these silly golden age characters yeah. with these gritty... Yeah. It's like we're let's, gonna break, take- let's break Batman's back and have a fucking psychotic Christian take over the mantle... Let's kill Superman. Kill Superman for a little while. Uh, let's let's have, have Green Lantern kill all of the other Green Lanterns. Yeah. Like, like they, like, but Marvel kind of went in two different directions simultaneously, where they would just make everything more colorful and stupid, right? But also like try to make it edgy, like with the X Men books and shit, and with Spider Man. But then they had like Punisher, Ghost Rider, and, and all these other characters that were just like so Very goddamn dark. dark. Yeah. But there was a story called Punisher Final Days where. Um, uh, the Kingpin and Jigsaw were like, okay, we're really fucking going for him. Like, we're gonna... And they ended up, like, giving the Punisher plastic surgery to make him black. And, like, there's this famous panel of him, like, waking up after the surgery and, like, looking in the mirror and being like, what? <laughs> and it's like, so it's black like me, but vigilante <laughs> yeah, justice. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then much later they killed Punisher and brought him back as Frankenstein's monster. And then uh, he teamed up with them, with the you Legion of Monsters. Yeah, they call him Frankencastle. Like, literally, they, that was the name yeah, of the comics. Yeah, I have yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Chase DeRusso let yeah. me borrow it. I talked to him the other day, I was like, I swear I'm going to give it back to you. And he was like, it's cool, I was working on a theory that chicks never return books, and you proved me right, so... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so then how did you feel, like, confirming sexist like, assumptions? Okay, well, I'm still going to give it back. <laughs> That's my Frankencastle story. Frankencastle. That's the thing about comic books is that they are constantly writing that line of silliness. Yeah. You know, that that when it started, it was kid stuff, and everyone accepted that, and that's fine. And so it was all brightly colored, and the silliness was, was almost courted. You know, especially when you look at a lot of those, like, old Superman books, when you have, like, Superman, Superboy, Supergirl, Crypto the Wonder Dog, like, all of those, like... Goofy car- cartoon yeah. characters. Yeah. yeah, Superman was before a lot of his mythology was decided. Like he was kind of this sort of rough character that like beat up slum lords and mm-hmm. <laughs> Superman beat yeah. up slum yeah. lords. Yeah, and like corrupt officials and shit. Like back when when they didn't know what supervillains were because they hadn't invented them yet, and so they yeah. had to figure what, what kind of crime is he going to fight. Nazis. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> Nazis. let's have him beat up the mayor that is trying to privatize the water or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but there's, there was some, like, social commentary stuff to Superman. Then it gets away from it, and it gets silly. Like, Superman specifically, they had to reboot because of that. It got crazy in the 80s, and I, this, mm-hmm. I have this, which was... Um, Alan Moore wrote this comic, this this these issues. Superman, whatever what, happens to the Man of Tomorrow? Whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, which was like the 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 ending of that weird, Superman character. Very little comic, but this is a great story that like sums up how they ended Superman at that time. Can I borrow it? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, I don't loan comics to chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite comic. So you got, you got. <laughs> bacon, bacon, toast coming up. Dig in, grab some bacon. Oh hell yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> grab some bacon.
Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's so good. Yeah. Like, what do you think of The Walking Dead? Uh, I stopped reading it um, after like the sixth volume. Seems like a lot of volumes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, Becky, put the knife down. <laughs> she really likes Walking Dead. <laughs> Do you know the first issue of that sold for $10,000 recently? What? Yeah. I meant copy of it. Was it a very limited run when it first came out? Or? Well, I mean, yeah. nobody knew what it was going to be, so right. yeah. Sure, and it was really like, bad. I kicked myself often because I had a chance to get that issue. Me too. At the comic shop. I was like looking, and he had issues two and three, and I was like, how's this comic? This zombie comic. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good, man. Well, you don't have issue one, so I'm just not going to bother you. He was like, oh, I got a, I've got an extra copy of it that I have that I'll sell you for like five bucks. And I was just like, <laughs> nah, nah, it's a little more than a cover price. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. And now I like, <laughs> when that sold for 10000 I was like, I fucking hate myself. What's, um, the, what's the most valuable book you own? Um, I don't know. Are you, are you, either of you as collectors at all? Not, I mean, I have a, a collection. But I that's a not. Hoarder. Yeah, because <laughs> like really yeah, I mean, like, don't. I'm not yeah. collecting with a goal towards completion or financial gain. It's just sort of like too lazy to throw out once I amass. You know. I get that, but I certainly was when I was into them a collector. You know, I would go find back issues to fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. It's like it feels good when you're like, okay, I know, you know, I've got two hundred mm-hmm. to yeah. four hundred. You know, that's a good feeling <laughs> for an obsessive compulsive person. That's yeah, like yeah. very soothing. Yeah, yeah, I got a bug up on my butt about all the preacher issues. I have all the issues now. I'm like, there's just no reason for that. Like, I'm not reading mm-hmm. all the letter hacks from every issue. <laughs> it's not happening. But I like it. I don't regret it. There's something. <laughs> there's something that feels good about having on the bookshelf all of them. Yeah. At the that's same time, a small piece of that's a lot of bookshelves that I am not yeah. using. That's a lot of space in my house. Yeah, that yeah, I have the same issue. I, I, I don't know what it is. I this thing with single issues where it's like I gotta know what happens next. I can't wait for trades. I gotta get the next. Thing. Plus, there's that the whole tr- the whole ritual of the Wednesday where you mm-hmm. go to the store, you get your pull box, and then you go home and you read it, and it it feels good. It makes me feel good And it's like The thing I've come to Time and time again Where I'm like I I can't afford To be buying All these single issues I can't do it I don't like it And I've got taken breaks And stuff from it But like ultimately I always come back to that that, that, Like well You like it It makes you feel things It's a nice thing for you it, That's the same way I'm talking nice about heroin. That's <laughs> just the, the strangest thing. You know, like, fuck it. It feels it good, It makes me right? feel good. It makes me feel good. Get off my back. Can't afford it? <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you get into it? Well, Cyclops, it. baby. <laughs> I drew and wrote, like, for fun. You know, I, I bought, like, a bunch of those um, Blue Line Pro, like, uh-huh, pages yeah. at the right wow. dimension. Yeah. And, like, I'd, like, sit there and, and, you know, get my ruler and ink all of my separate panels. But I did do a 24-hour comic book. Scott McCloud's, um, does anyone know Scott McCloud? Understanding Comics. Understanding Comics. Okay. The best book. That was the book that really sent me in deep. 
because I at the time I was just into like the the Japanese comic books, and then I went into a store and I asked the clerk if he like had a recommendation for me because I was trying to branch out, and he recommended Understanding Comics, and that's a that's an amazing book. That's like a college level textbook. I've never read it. It is my dad got it for me when I was a kid, but then later when I was in graduate school doing a visual media class, that was one of our textbooks. Oh wow! So he invented a challenge called Twenty Four Hour Comics. That's write pencil and ink a full twenty four page comic book in 24 hours. No, a Jesus. Wow. Across America. That's rough. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking insane. But I was young and that's when you can do that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And so it was like me and a couple other artists. There were little enclaves like, all around the country. We ran a, a kung fu dojo, actually. Really? Yeah, not in use for the day. And we just sat down and like wow. slowly lost our minds. I actually only did a 23-page comic book because it turns out at the end of a day without sleep, you can't count very well. <laughs> um, but then <laughs> at the end, you like scan them and submit them, and then they picked 24 to be in a compilation, and mine got in. Oh, nice. Yes. Awesome. Even though it was only 23 pages. Yes. I, very forgiving. I did. <laughs> and, like I, As soon as you sent me the email where they're like, hey, congratulations, I like email back. I'm like, I just want you to know that there are only 23 pages, like this huge... Like, so if you want to disqualify me. You got it. Yeah, what about uh, your acceptance? Did you not understand? Like, you, got, you got it. You're fine. I was just afraid. It'd be like, you know, oh, like last minute. Oh, I'm sorry. What's this? One, two, three. 23. You're out. Get out. <laughs> but I did get to go to a bunch of conventions in that time and try and sell the book because I self-published, a you know, an Ashcan version of it. And then I had also full. Yeah. And I had T-shirts and stuff. And so I went That's to, awesome. I tabled a Comic-Con San Diego. I lived in San Diego at the time. So two years I tabled there. Tabled at WonderCon and Alternative Press Expo up in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a really cool convention. I've only ever been to one, like, small press and alternative expo, and it was the Cake in Chicago, the Chicago Alternative Comics Expo, and uh, it was really great. I mean, I knew that, like, small press and indie stuff was, like, huge, but, like, holy shit, like, I didn't know it was that The variety big a deal. is kind of amazing. I yeah. mean, the greatest thing to do is to table at one of those conventions, yeah. because everyone, you know, everything is, like, a handmade work of art, and so sometimes they're charging, like, you know, $10 for this for like, hand-screen-printed, yeah, like, cover, yeah. and you're like, well, it's kind of worth it, but also I'm a broke-ass artist. Yeah, exactly. But if you table, you've got just a stack shit. of $3 yeah. bills, like, yeah. in your own book, so at the end of the day, you're just like, trade, 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 and you end up with this armload of really amazing indie comic. I need to just put out an indie comic already so I can do Fuck that. Fuck yeah, man. So you, you draw one, was it Gram, Grandpa? Kyle and Grandpa Kyle Forever. And Grandpa Forever. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. It was a webcomic that I, uh, it was really more, more of just an exercise to get me doing something because I was really depressed all the time and not accomplishing anything with my life. So I said, okay, I will draw a page every day. And, uh, and I did it. And then I stopped doing it after I finished that first... I just did a 20 page. But then he got on antidepressants and... Also- <laughs> and now I don't need to express myself oh, anymore. great. Well, we're all so It's great. I also do not get erections, uh, <laughs> nor do I feel music. Uh, no, I'm not on antidepressants, so I feel a lot of things. Uh, Sometimes, too, too much. much. Yeah. And I want to do it. I want to, like, actually do... When you were a kid, did you want... Was that, like... You wanted to be a comics artist or writer? Not or when I was a kid, but when because I came to it a little later. But 20s, oh yeah, there was yeah. absolutely a time where I was like, "Could I do this?" Yeah. The answer was no, but <laughs> I did ask the question. Yeah. Me and my friends I had a bunch of friends that in like in like junior high, mm-hmm. 
that's what we wanted to do. Like we were like we wanted to be comic book writers and artists, and we like had a company. We started. It was so stupid. Oh, we didn't even have a company. Like, we was like, like the day that we had you like the look. I honestly do not remember. Oh, no. We had in action. We come. fought over the name. <laughs> we fought relentlessly over what to call it and what the logo was going to be. And wow. like we each had a character because this was when Image happened, mm-hmm. and yeah. McFarlane and Lee Feld and, and Jim Lee and all mm-hmm. those guys left Marvel and started Image. So we were like inspired by that. We're like, we'll start our company and we'll do comics. That's so great. I mean, by we had a meeting. We were like, here's the characters we're going to put out first because we all had characters that we wanted to do. And here's then, the characters we're going to put out first. I love that. Yeah. Really. And then, <laughs> and then we have our business plan. We'll work the other characters in as cameos nice. and then they'll get their own books. Nice. Yes. Uh, and wow. we, the second day of having this company, Two of the guys left because we didn't put their characters oh, in the original the thing, oh, no. so they left to start their own company. Like, <laughs> it and it was a splinter big, off the splinter. Like, we were like arguing at, at lunch and shit about it. Like it was, wow. yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really. See, the nineties were a dark time for me. I know, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I never liked Superman. See, he's too great. He's too great at everything. What's the goddamn point? Oh, you got heat vision, and you got co- cold breath. You can do the hot and the cold. Oh, you can see through everything. Oh, you're also super smart and can run super fast. You're as fast as the Flash, but the Flash is only fast. That's all he does. What's the goddamn point, Superman? Yeah, Here's so when you're point. not hampered by all your own limitations, what choices do you make? And that's what Superman is great Thank you. Yeah, that is Thank the interesting you. thing about the Superman. And, see, that's, and that's also why it can't be like But action. it is maybe a more modern question that we're asking in our Superman books and maybe not something they were asking in the 50s. <laughs> and I feel like you can... <laughs> The most interesting Superman stories are the ones that examine that or examine the the alien factor. The fact mm-hmm. that, like, he's alone sure. in the universe. Like, he'll never fit in here, and he wants nothing more than to fit in here, and he can't. And I like that it's because he's not, he's not in a costume as a superhero. He's in a costume the rest of his life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How many yeah. people do you and think there are that say that every time they get into spandex? This is who I really am. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Well, look up some other kin tumblers and uh, what? Some other kin tumblers. Other kin. Other kin. You guys other don't know kin about kin other kin. What's other kin? Oh gosh! Um, <laughs> is this a whole kettle of worms? It really, it really is. Also, man. what the fuck is a kettle of worms? Is that that is the expression, right? A whole kettle of worms. Can of worms. Can of worms. All right. What the fuck's a can of worms? <laughs> I think. Bait, yeah, yeah. You, you get night crawlers. Do in the worms camp? come in cans? I don't know. And you open it up, and then I feel like I have an image, but that might like, just be like a shitty office clip they come art in thing. Jars? That yeah, like you can picture it. You can picture a can. You can yeah. I usually get worms in styrofoam. Maybe they mean like those. Fake That's usually yeah, like those that on some jelly beans. Party snake jumps out or whatever. If you get one of those, but you fill it with real snakes. With real snakes? Yeah. I don't know how many would fit, but yeah. Just one. Just one. Do you spring <laughs> load them? Do you spring load them? It was it? Ah! That's <laughs> yeah, on my gotcha. lip. Oh God! <laughs> Just get airlifted to the closest hospital that has the specific anti venom. I'm not saying a poisonous snake, just a real angry one. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> just non venomous bites. Okay, I don't know why this is so funny. See, <laughs> you took the wrong lesson from. You're a Batman villain. You are a Batman villain. Well, That's a definitely a Joker mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. That is a good joke. Okay. <laughs> um, so you've got you've got the Joker and the Riddler 
Uh, I'm still waiting for the first appearance of the anecdotaler. God damn it. <laughs> the punster. The the clever reversaler. Oh boy. The moth storyteller. <laughs> the callbacker. <laughs> the edgy open micer. <laughs> How has there not been a slapsticker? Oh. Like Marvel, a guy that's like... Marvel had a character called Slapstick. Uh, oh yeah, he was like a he was a walking I do cartoon. Vaguely character. remember that. He, he had a like, living cartoon. Do you have like character. little bubbles around him? Kind of. That was Speedball. Also a great name. Also a great drug. How did they name him that? Not knowing. <laughs> or did they? Know? They were reading an article about John Belushi's death. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want a T-shirt. By the way, I want a T-shirt that's a picture of Speedball from the New Warriors. You know. With a, with a word bubble coming out of his mouth that just says, I killed John Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> or like, like John Belushi, like with his arm tied off, about to inject his syringe, but in the syringe is his speedball. speedball. <laughs> <laughs> I've honestly spent hours on Wikipedia just looking up like backstories for comic book characters. Have you ever done that? Where you're oh, like, yeah. I do that all the time. I really remember that character. I do that all the time. And Especially it- now, like a lot of writers now like to include stuff from a character's past, like characters sure, of that haven't been referenced in like 30 years or something and I oftentimes too will like get stories confused in my head where I'll be like so wait a minute did uh, Spider-Man make the deal with Mephisto before Civil War or was that when Aunt May died and when she died was it after he revealed his identity and I have to go back and read the Wikipedia article and before I know it um, you go down that hole Yeah, pretty much. You guys, it is donut. Donut. Oh Oh, boy, a whole other kettle of glazed donuts. (laughs) Oh, oh, beautiful donuts, courtesy of our friends at Kettle Glazed Donuts in Hollywood, California. Kettle glazed, great donuts. So professional. Yeah, are these all the blueberries you got? Are these all these three? Those are all blueberries. Yeah, that's that's blueberry vanilla glaze. Yeah, yeah, those blueberry. I love me these blueberries. See, I like donut innovation, like this croissant-style donut. Mm, the future of donuts. <laughs> what about, like, well, Peter Parker? Like, there's, like, kind so, of a okay. quote-unquote generic guy. Now we're talking about my favorite. Yeah, Peter yeah. Parker. Okay, all right. Peter Parker's great. Yeah. Because he's uh, hilarious, identifiable, and it's the balance of, like, oh, shit, I'm a normal dude who's been thrust into this. I guess he's the opposite of Superman. You know, he's a normal guy yeah, figuring is. this out he as is. opposed to an alien trying to figure out how to be a normal he te- guy. He's, he's the opposite of Superman as far as, like, his intent, too, because he wants to do more to help, whereas Superman kind of has to restrain himself. Mm. Spider-Man's whole thing is he he takes on too much responsibility. His whole thing is he constantly is getting himself into situations that are way above his power level. Yeah. But he doesn't, he can't help it. Like, he's like, no, I've got, there's people Seriously? in need, I've got to fuck Uncle help. Ben really fucked him over, right? Yeah. Like, he just cursed him with this, like, huge weight of guilt. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, you will never forget this. <laughs> yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. But actually, my powers aren't that great, Uncle Ben. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can walk on walls and shit, and that's really about it. Yeah, uh, I am effective only in the city of Manhattan. Yeah, like, that is yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, right. you put Los me in Angeles, New Mexico. Spider-Man can work like a six-block radius. Yeah, really. and you put me it. in New Mexico, we're fucked. Yeah. Just Spider-Man just running down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone want to split this cronut with me? Yeah. Yeah? Do it. Well, here's what it's I want to do. Just hold one end. Are we going to wishbone it? Wishbone yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, the messiest of donuts. Oh, I got most of it. I'm sorry. Do you want some more? That's all I wanted it. Okay. <laughs> who won the wish? Wait. Yeah, who won the wish? Eggs and bacon, waffles too. No topic there is ever. Coffee's black, the jokes are blue. But the midnight breakfast.
Well, my friends, let's put this edition into a Mylar bag and backing. Pack it away in our collection. Thank you to my guests, Andy Sell. Uh, no, I'm not on antidepressants, so I feel a lot of things. Becky Kluger. <laughs> and Shayna the Queen Bee Renyon for everything that she does. Sometimes too much. Also thanks to Gary Best for the Midnight Breakfast theme and Mike Garvin for additional music. Find us all in the Twitterverse at Andy underscore Cell at David and Sharp. The show is at 12 a.m. Breakfast and Becky, as always, is at Big Dick Becky. Midnight Breakfast is a production on the Crab Diving Network. It's midnight, everybody. It's a brand new day. Podcasters, dissemble! I love you love Cyclops? I do. Who loves Cyclops? I love Cyclops. Jean Grey. <laughs> Aside from Jean Grey, why? What? For why?